what happened post-game, we were right there. We were very lucky. Our seats were right by the tunnel where Georgia came out. They were really enjoying this win. Hey, this is Scott, and you are listening to a very special bonus episode of the Waiting Since Last Saturday podcast. Let's call it episode 74.5. Now, we've never had a live post... Well, this isn't live, but we've never had a post-game wrap-up show almost immediately after a game took place, until right now, because tonight the Hoop Dogs provided Georgia a key win over the dastardly Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. We'll call it a revenge win in light of what happened on the gridiron just a few weeks back. UGA was led offensively by Yante Maton, who had 16 points, and the team really dominated Tech defensively throughout the game, winning by 17 with a final score of 60-43. to My two co-hosts on this podcast, Will and Tony, were there live to witness the action, and you'll hear their breakdown of the matchup and what this means for Georgia as SEC play is right around the corner. Oh, and a quick note here. If you just happen to open up your podcast app and hit play because this is the most recent episode, make sure to listen to our previous show, which is episode 74, because we published it earlier today. (laughs) So we don't want you to miss out on all of our UGA football recruiting update and the SEC Bowl game predictions or selections or whatever we did. (laughs) So here's Will and Tony live at Tiny McCamish Pavilion. Bear with us on the audio if you will. I think they're, well, I know what they're doing. They actually recorded this into their iPhone, I guess. So there's a lot of background noise with the band and everything, but it is five minutes you're going to want to hear. So here they are. All right, this is Will. This is Tony. We are coming to you live right next to a sad, lonely tuba player as Georgia Tech walks away from a 17-point loss at home to our Georgia Bulldogs. That was an ugly game, but quite enjoyable. Well, my favorite part about it is about to find a third score now in Obey Bay. What he ended up with in the neighborhood of uh, like 14, 16 points. And he's the guy that made sure to grab the flag at the end of the game and try to bring it out of the court. What happened post-game, we were right there. We were very lucky. Our seats were right by the tunnel where Georgia came out. They were really enjoying this win. Yeah, it was. They were... They were actually they went looking for the flag. They took it back out. Coach Foss got a hold of the flag at the end of the game. Overall, it was a it was a lot of fun. This it was, was a lot a, of fun. It was a good game. It, it 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 was funny. Now it's also worth noting that we we were also in that tunnel is where the Georgia Tech football team uh, got together after the first time out of the second half to go show highlights of that dip, of that game that did not happen. Right. Well, let me ask you now. You you're you're relatively new to this. I am. What was your impression of that overall impression of that? Uh, they well, uh, I'll put it this way. They not only did they come out onto the court during that moment to celebrate that win, they gave a player a mic, as if this was the Cubs at a Bulls game after winning the World Series. Their level of excitement was perhaps disproportionate to the achievement. Right, and this is why they lost to Lake Forest and they see the championship <laughs> game. Right. So the Georgia games means way more to them than the rest right. of the games on their thing. It's not that it doesn't mean that much to Georgia things, but. We make T-shirts and get rings for for winning championships, not <laughs> not not beating Tech. They were very proud of that little trophy. I think right. there's no question. Yeah. Which brings to the other moment I'd like to note, where late in the game I made the joke to Tony that it was clear that Georgia was going to win. I made the joke that hey, we should go tear up the floor. Of course, referring to the hedges. <laughs> it's just a floor. Yeah. <laughs> so the guy in front of us was like, he made a joke. He's like, well, you should go do it in front of that cop. He was an affable enough guy. Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah. yeah, he was a nice enough guy. But I was just like, no, I'm just kidding. I'm referring to the hedges. And what did he say? So 
you? Oh, well, yeah, they tore up midfield last year at Bobby Grant Bob Dodd Stadium, Mark Rick Field. <laughs> Which seemed, I think your quote was, I, you, I find that dubious. I, I found that hard to believe. I found that quote downright Breitbartian. I think, yeah, I think that Breitbartian was the word we used. So, uh, so yeah, so it's worth noting that as frustrating as that loss was, I think if, not that we would, we have to play the basketball win to football win trade game. Right. But certainly, it certainly, it felt good to wipe them out. And I have to say, this is a very nice arena. This is a very nice arena. I really enjoyed it here. And it's a good crowd. It's a good, there's no students here, but it still felt like lively in a way. Yeah. But it felt lively in a lot of ways because there were a ton of Georgia fans here. Right. There were. It's my first time in here. I, the last time I went to Georgia, Georgia Tech in Atlanta it was at the Omni. I was in college. That was a long time ago. Uh, Hugh Durham had hair. That's how long, how long ago it was. Yes. Um, so, you know, the, the fun part about it to me, though, is that it, it is a different experience. And the, some of the things they've done here at McCamish is what is going to happen in this segment. The, the black seats, uh, yeah, the, the theater, theater lighting, right. the theater seating, the black lighting, the lighting, and darker in the crowd than it is out on the court. Um, but they also they do something I wish Georgia would do. They have a whole student section, like four or five rows of nothing but students, right behind the media, right? And it, that part was full of students. Right, right. So, right, right. I mean, for for a, for a, for a, for obviously a game is four days before Christmas. Right, it's a pretty good setup. It's a pretty good setup. So, so but I, overall, well, this is this is the kind of game you and I talked about that yeah. Georgia needs to win if they have any hope at this point of making the NCAA tournament. Even though Tech's RPI wasn't great, right. it's a road game against an ACC team, and ACC is probably going to be the best or second best conference in basketball. It's worth noting that uh, Ken Pomeroy, Ken Pomeroy's analytical ratings, the tournament committee says they don't look at those. They clearly do. We've seen it. Uh, for what's worth, Georgia was a one-point favorite going into this game, and they just won by 17. It was not a, I have to say, Georgia Tech looks pretty horrible. I was not really blown away by them to any uh, uh, way, uh, uh, way, shape, or form. But listen, this was a game where Fra- neither Frazier nor Mayton went off and they still won this game very comfortably. Yeah, and the thing about it is that uh, I think Mayton was in double digits in the first half, or maybe Frazier was, yeah, Fra- yeah. but that was it, yeah. right? That was it. And it, to come in and to have Ogbebe have the kind of game he had. He was awesome. He was awesome. He played, he played great defense. Harris got a lot of significant minutes. I mean, there was one rotation in there where Mayton and, and uh, where Jackson was running point. Yeah. Mayton and Frazier were on the bench the whole yeah. time for like, Four minute for a whole shift, and it was and basically it it was five hundred. Yeah, it was basically yeah. even. So, yeah, it yeah. worked. Those, those are the kinds of spells you want to see against teams on the road in the SEC that we're going to need to win those kinds of games. Uh, look, I'm not talking about Kentucky, right? That's a right. whole different animal. Right. I'm talking about winning at Auburn the first game on yeah. the road, right? Those are the kinds of games. Those are the kind of rotation it's going to take for us to, to win those games. One more non-conference game to go. It is it is uh, at Oakland, which is from Michigan. Not Oakland, California. Win that one. You're looking at what? What are we? Nine and three at that point. I can handle that. I can handle that going. You you, you get you do that and do and finish uh, fourth, which I think is what they were preseason coming to the SEC. Third, fourth in the SEC. I think that puts you in a good spot. I, I, you do that and pick up a win in Nashville. It certainly yeah. does. I think I still think Georgia was without any key wins. I think we need to go somewhere in the neighborhood thirteen and five. That'll be three or four or five wins on the road in conference, and I think that's what's going to take unless. Unless we go on, yeah, we do something yeah. really spectacular in the tournament. Well, this is in, uh, this is my second time here. I, I, the first time I watched Illinois lose here, this is a much more pleasant experience. And Tony, I very much enjoyed watching the game with you here. Hey, man, I appreciate you inviting me. It was a good time. Go dogs! Oh, um, go dogs! Merry Christmas, everybody! Merry Christmas! 
And thanks so much for listening to our bonus episode 74.5. You can find our podcast on Twitter at WSLS Podcast. And coincidentally, I don't think I mentioned this enough, we're also on Facebook. We recently started a page. And so if you could search Waitin' since last Saturday, and that's Waitin' with an apostrophe, we dropped the G because we're down here in the South and we just wanted to shorten Waitin' waiting to waiting. Never mind. Just find us on Facebook. It's late. I've recorded two podcast episodes today, so (laughs) bear with me. But if you want some more social media, yes, you can find us on Instagram as well. And that handle is simply at WSLS Podcast. And if you're into Instagram stories, we posted a couple pictures from the game tonight, so you might enjoy it. I think that's enough podcasting for one day and podcast branding (laughs) for this episode. So raise the flag. Dogs win, improving their record to 8-3 and three with their final non-conference game coming up this Friday against Oakland. And that's Oakland in Michigan, as Will said at the post-game show. Anyway, I'm tired. We'll see you on campus very soon. Go dogs. <laughs> <laughs>